Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules are simple, we can discuss as many movie ideas as we like, but only one can be taken to the next stage, where we'll put it in Dennis Rodman's Filofax, ready for delivery to Pyongyang. I'm Joel, a man who puts the chic in psychic, and across from me is John, who went to see the French band Phoenix last night and has brought many, many French flags to the studio in what I can only assume is some sort of coup. That's all true as well, unfortunately. Coup, a French word. So it's already working, mate. Smashed I, it. I normally refuse to use French words, but that snuck in. Favourite um, French word in the English language? Blamange. Blamange is the best one. Yeah, yeah, why not? Blamange. Blamange translated means white eat. Blamange. Isn't it spelled blancmange, though? Oh, yeah, then probably. White mate, eat. I don't understand anything. What's bl- what is a blamange? No wonder we didn't. No wonder, that's, that's the only reason we haven't translated it, because no one would eat that. White What's eat. the pudding? White eat. We've got some white eat for you. Yeah, oh, like, listen, listen. Terrifying. Uh, anyway, yeah, so let's uh, let's get right into it. Movie ideas, John. Give me one. This one's from Reddit, the front page of the internet. From Capable Cow. He's given us a cast, or she. I don't know the gender of this cow. Or would it be a bull if it's a man? Yeah. So we have to assume it's a lady. Uh, she's given us a cast, an object, and a title. Cool, cool. Tom Cruise, Terry Cruise, Penelope Cruise. Interesting fact, all spelled differently. Yeah, there's many ways to spell cruise. Top cruise facts. Uh, the object uh, is a cruise ship, and the title is Cruise Control. Go. Right, okay. So, are there any other cruises we're missing out on here? No. No, those are the top. <laughs> You're those are the big so cruises, aren't they? Cruises yeah. in your life. Okay, no worries. So, it's it's obviously like a um, some sort of heist movie, I think. You think? Yeah, absolutely. Not a comedy caper taking place on a cruise ship. It's a comedy caper heist movie, John. Let oh. me finish. <laughs> Sometimes when I pause for five to ten seconds, I've I've still got some of that sentence to say. Yeah, so it's a comedy caper heist movie featuring all of the cruises. What's interesting about this is that it's actually spelt the Penelope Cruise way, cruise control. Why? Uh, Because um, the Tom Cruise is a surprise. And he's not actually listed on the cast list. Oh, lovely. And uh, he's not in any of the trailers. Yeah. And he's the captain of the ship. Lovely. Yeah. So it's about three quarters of the way way through, they realise it's the captain of the ship that's... Screwing things up. Yeah, he uh, captain of the ship is smuggling some something. Yeah. Uh, the only reason I'm thinking that is because he's literally now in a film in cinemas at the moment where he does lots of smuggling. Yeah, but he's bad smuggling, and he's wearing a fat. What's suit. good smuggling? I don't know why, but he's wearing a fat suit in this film. Just to let you know. Yeah, Tropic Thunder style. Yeah, yeah. Bad smuggling. What's good smuggling? You said bad smuggling. Yeah, but why? Oh, which would imply there's good smuggling. I'm just mate. I'm just saying. All medicines, bad. <laughs> medicines, good medicines in countries where they don't allow them. Smuggling need, much needed things into countries where animals. That's just fun, isn't it? That's fun smuggling. Fun smuggling. Yeah. So uh, Johnny Depp, when he was doing Pirates of the Caribbean, he was he was being a fun smuggler. He was a fun. Yeah, yeah. He should have said he was just researching the role of a pirate. Don't they smuggle? Yeah, he's. A, look, I'm a method actor. <laughs> <laughs> That's what. Hence the smuggling. Han Solo is a good smuggler. He, yeah, that's right. He's a lovable smuggler. 
He's the most lovable sl- smuggler in the universe. There's a pub in near my village in Kent, where I'm from. Yeah. In the marshes. And it's called, this is fucking cool, right? It was, it was a pub for smugglers. So it's in the marshes on the Thames estuary. Uh, and it's called Shade House because there's no windows facing the waterfront. So you wouldn't know if there were people in there because it was shady as hell. The goings on in there. How cool is that? That's very cool. It's all bricked up from all three sides apart from the water. So that- so the Essex police can see it. They can't get near it. And everyone in Kent's like, look, that's just a brick wall. There's no one in there kind of thing. Shade House. That's the coolest name for a pub ever. So, opening scene, you see the sign for Shade House. You see the silhouette of what turns out to be Tom Cruise in a fat suit. Nice. Starting to do his dodgy dealing. So, he's yeah, he's at the bar. Yeah. He's at the bar. But it's a silhouette. And that's... Penelope Cruz is undercover and she seduces him and gets invited on the ship. They were dating for a bit, which would have been weird if they, you know. Were they? Yeah. When I when I whistled, I meant like got married because that would yeah. be weird. Because having sex, there's no issue having a similar surname. <laughs> oh, that'd have been weird. <laughs> uh, look, Tom, I'm sorry about this, but I don't want to take the name. Yeah, I just really love my name. Maybe she would have double-barreled it. Cruise, <laughs> Penelope, cruise, cruise. Lovely stuff. So she is a spy. Yep. Tell and me- I think it's actually we're we're dating this in the um in like the 18th century. I think it's not a cruise ship. I think it's like a like a pirate ship pirate ship yeah but he's still in a fat suit and he's got a wooden leg <laughs> and uh, i was gonna but say he all, but he still wears sunglasses even though it's like 1762 he's still got the same tom cruise hair and sunglasses but he's a pirate everything else is pirate-esque i haven't decided fully but i know that terry cruise we're gonna play against type and he'll be like a strategic master yeah like but he won't get a single laugh in the film no. which i mean isn't actually that much of a stretch to imagine oh He's all right, isn't he? He's yeah, he's all right. Guy. Well, I just think about that film, White Chicks. Whenever that's all I can think about. I, don't, I can't think of anything else he's in ever, even though I, I see him all the time. People love White Chicks. Yeah, I I, he's basically from that GIF where he sings. Oh, Vanessa Carlton, a thousand miles. Yeah. Right. So he's a goodie as well. So we've got Penelope Cruz, or is Terry Cruz, and all of their crews, and maybe they're warring all warring factions. Right, okay. Let's just rewind. Rewind. Let's fast forward all the way to the end because I'm already bored of this film. Yeah. Tom Cruise wins. Bad guy wins. Bad guy wins, yeah. Cue a hundred years of smuggling uh, going completely unnoticed. Because yeah, he, he, no puts, he puts a load of doubloons behind the bar at Shade House. Yeah. And has an absolute fucking bender at the end of the film. You're welcome, capable cab. Do you want another one from a, a listener, a contributor? Absolutely. Right. Bacon Blitz 109 says... Lego Schindler's List. Now. Yeah. Does it does it inject the same level of humour that Lego does into all the other franchises they have? Le- I mean, I would happily just now make this show Lego f- versions of films. Well, I was going to... I was gonna You su- can't really... What can you do problem. here? I was going to suggest banning Lego films from now on. Yeah, that's fair. Because otherwise it's just Lego funny film that shouldn't be in Lego, isn't it? Exactly. Um, what do we do? 12 Years a Lego Man. Exactly. <laughs> And I think, well, until you oh, said no. that one... I th- that actually is great. Until you said that... I actually think we should... I actually think this is hilarious. So I'm, I'm uh, vetoing your ban. I've got power of veto. I mean, unfortunately, this democracy that I created means that I can't do anything until Joel <laughs> agrees with me. So send in your Lego films, I guess. <laughs> just just put, just think about uh, Lego versions of, of truly sort of quite heavy movies. So what else are you going to suggest? What, heavy movies with Lego? Yeah. No, I don't want to, mate. What are the heavy films? Well, a, a Lego Serbian film. 
I, I haven't seen, but I've heard about yeah. Mother, but it's in Lego. It's just called Lego. Yeah. Yeah. Ever since you revealed Joel that it takes you about five to ten seconds to confirm whether you've sent, finished a sentence, I just don't know when to talk or not anymore. Yeah, that's that's. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Would you like another suggestion from um, we can have a Yeah, we can have a suggestion from Karen. Karen. I just don't imagine people call Karen to be on Reddit. No, this one's not from Reddit. Oh, I was going to say, there's no way because... Karen is the most mum name around. It's the most mum name in town. I think, I think I've got three friends whose mums are called Karen. Yeah. It's a very... Yeah, I'd give you that. There, is, there are names that have a certain age. And so, like, the idea of a baby Nigel just doesn't hilarious. make sense. Absolutely hilarious. There can't be many around. It's like how Gary's are dying off. Yeah. They just sound like... No, I mean, people call Gary are dying. <laughs> it's weird, man. Tell me it's about really the film weird. idea. So, yeah, <laughs> everyone called Gary well, to die. Everyone called Lineker. Gary. Lineker goes live on telly. <laughs> People are desperately changing their names, but that's not helping. And it takes a little while to figure out what the link is, because obviously you'd never jump to that. <laughs> but all of the Garys are dying. Newman's gone. <laughs> Lineker's <laughs> Newman gone. And they're goes. just thinking. Lineker goes. What did, I mean, they met, at a, they met at like a charity event like 20 years ago, but that doesn't link them. And then eventually, yeah, about four people in there realise it's just the name Gary. Yeah. How, so then they have to are they to, dying um, of natural causes no somebody's wiping them out somebody's like yeah I'm glad that the name Gary's dying out but it's not happening quick enough so they're, they're trying to speed it up the twist is yeah that it's another person called Gary shit Busey it's Gary Busey yeah <laughs> Gary Busey and he's assassinating them you've all. got good Gary knowledge cheers mate he's assassinating them all because he it's like revenge for the fact that he was bullied for being called a Gary and he, wa- really- he wants to be the last Gary on earth that's what it's called. Cause, the film's called The Last Gary on Earth. Because when he started his career, he thought he could be like a Madonna or an Adele, but no one would accept a guy just called Gary. <laughs> we, <laughs> like Pele. Yeah. Um, we are, we're at the point now where I'm thinking about the name Gary and it doesn't make sense in my head. Like the, the, you know, do you ever get that when you a word, yeah, yeah. use a word so much? Like, 
the letters G-A-R-Y, when I think about them, don't make sense. I can't picture it. I'm having like um, Beautiful Mind style fucking trip at the moment where I can just see those letters. And all, all I can see is the word gravy. Gary. <laughs> it's so weird. Like that's how those letters should be organised. Or grey. My favourite sequence in The Last Gary is where <laughs> Gary Boosie assassinates the animated, no, the animated snail from SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> Amazing. Gary Busey's like in a snorkel, <laughs> just fucking pummeling him to death. SpongeBob's like, ah, no, lovely stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, is the best film we're going to come up with this week? It's the last that... Gary on Earth. Yeah. <laughs> no, we we're not even, topping that, are we? It wasn't even suggested. We're better than the listeners, mate. We haven't even. How got... many times do I have to tell you? We haven't even got to Karen's suggestion. Yeah. <laughs> so, moving on. Thanks, Mid- Karen. <laughs> Thanks, Karen, for the last Gary on Earth. <laughs> Right, let me tick off all the ones we've done. Otherwise Our I'll biggest forget. fan in the corner there. Um, just to let the listener know, uh, earlier when I said out of the blue Han Solo, uh, yeah. it's because there's a third person there. You've got the weirdest form of Tourette's. <laughs> there's a third person in the room. Brito! He's been, he's, been, he's been here for every episode. Uh, just sat there, yeah. making us feel better about ourselves. Naked. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's Joel's insistence. Yeah, very true. Yeah, so he's actually here in the room. He's asked to remain anonymous, but he's uh, he's here because he's paid ten grand on Patreon. Yeah, this, this is the this is the this is the top level. So we took him out for breakfast. Yep, took him for a lovely. He paid. <laughs> yeah. The ten grand didn't quite. Ten, ten grand. You get to take us out for breakfast, <laughs> and you pay, and you pay. It's open to anyone, honestly. Listener, yeah. let us know if you want breakfast with us. Ten k. And you get to sit in on a recording. You get to sit in on a recording. And what people don't realise, obviously the episodes are quite tight, but the recording is actually 12 hours. <laughs> Would you like one more suggestion? I'm not sure why that was mild singing there, but... Um, yeah, go on, give me another suggestion. Just keeping the vibes give up. Give me a girl. suggestion. Keeping the vibes or would you like one from me? No, let's have one more from the listener. All right, <laughs> you don't want one from the fine? <laughs> right. This one is from Ellie. Thanks, Ellie. She suggests Sad Max. <laughs> so I, I assume it's... Are we going with Tom Tom Hardy or Mel Gibson? Um, they're both in it. Oh, yeah, lovely. So it's most it's it's pretty amazing car chases, really cool dystopian world, lots of dust. But he's just a bit sad. He's but miserable. Every time it cuts to his car, Gary Jules' Mad World is playing. <laughs> we don't and he's actually, just really sombre. We don't actually remake the film. We just <laughs> just re-soundtrack it. Well, that's going it. on the social media this week. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's just it's scored it's scored entirely by Gary Jules. It's it's <laughs> Gary Jules' big comeback into pop music. It's about time. <laughs> it's about time. The thing is, run the Gary Jules. Right, there's a thing. <laughs> run the Gary. Run the Gary Jules. <laughs> just fucking run the Jules doing a rap verse on his version of Mad World. Let's do it. Because the thing is, I would say Mad Max. Even though you know he he promises mad, he actually delivers grumpy Max. He's not. Yeah, he's a grumpy Max. <laughs> no, I know, but but so he's he's kind of just got like a, a a kind of miserable face. So if you change the soundtrack, you could eat, you could very quickly yeah. get to sad Max. It's not it's not difficult. It's not like he's genuinely raging the whole time. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. So I think I think sad Max is actually really easy to do. Thanks, Ellie. Thank you very much, Ellie. Gary Jules, another Gary. We had a Bruce special. Gary a Jules weeks ago. absolutely soundtracks the last Gary on Earth, <laughs> and it's so meta that at the end. Gary Busey goes into the recording studio <laughs> and kills Gary Jules, who is, who is scoring the film. And then there's no soundtrack for the last 15 minutes of the film. I thought it would be the final scene. He's like, I've got one more Gary to get. So what's happening, right? What's happening is Gary Jules is watching the film and yeah. scoring it. 
and he sees Gary Busey walk up to the recording studio and walk into the recording studio on the screen. That's cool, man. That's quite cool. That's very meh. I think we might have accidentally come up with quite a fun film. We've yeah, ag- oh, again. <laughs> what are we like? What are we like? Let's have one from both. It's of quite us. embarrassing that um, you know listeners really pour over this, and I know they do. Like yeah. they're like, oh, I've got you know, I'll set aside some time tonight to think of a good film suggestion, and we just fucking riff the last Gary on Earth. It's embarrassing for them. They need to raise their game. Like I really, I appreciate all of the suggestions, but if you're listening to this, raise your game. Joel says that every single week when he finished when we finish recording, he goes, "Our bit was great, but the listeners, yeah, <laughs> they're letting us down. They're letting us down." I said to John, "Do we have to do a show with listeners?" <laughs> on the subject of Joel being really great, the what? Sorry, on the subject, <laughs> sorry, Sean Connery <laughs> possessed by the ghost of Sean Connery for a second there. On the subject of you being great, why don't you give us your suggestion? All right, okay, you know, you harassed me earlier for not really having any ideas for this week. Yeah, and you know that's sort of true, <laughs> but what about? Blade Runner. Yeah. But with Blade. The weird thing is, Joel, I actually also came up with this. Too. I imagine it's because a lot... Blade Runner's on the lips of the nation at the moment, right? Because Blade Runner 10 to 9's coming out. <laughs> Lovely stuff. Yeah. It's actually 11 to 9, surely. It is, yeah. Uh, or is it but I mean, if someone... Yeah, yeah but if, if you're... You, right. 12, the, the, here's the difference between you and I. If somebody asked you the time, you would say 2049. <laughs> and yeah. I'd say 10 to 9. If if you if you try and tell someone the time to the exact second, do you have to predict where it's going to be at the point you finish the the time, or do you start from where you start? Because seconds will have passed whilst you're saying. This the says time. a lot about you. I'm just I just want to make sure that we're Accu- all on the same page. Completely accurate when you tell people the time. So yeah, it's replicants just... and vampires. Yeah, that's a good. Sell. That's such a great pitch. That's an elevator pitch. Exactly. Are we bringing back the actor? Bringing Blade out of prison. Are we? Is he still in prison? What, for tax evasion? Yeah, that's so what's lame, that, isn't it? What's the actor's name? Anyone? Wesley Snipes. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Anonymous. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Anonymous Patreon. So, are we bringing back Wesley Snipes? Yeah, absolutely. He is Blade. And is it... Otherwise, what would it be? It, it wouldn't work. He needs to be recognisably Blade. The way, I think there's some strange parallels between Blade Runner and Blade. Yeah, because... As far as it's kind like of like hunting, hunting yeah, 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 yeah. people in hidden in general Blade's life. killed all of the vampires. Okay. By 2019, all of the vampires are gone. Yeah. And he's sort of twiddling his thumbs. He's getting old. He, you know, it's kind of like they have to bring Blade out of retirement. They're like, who is the best guy at hunting a specific type of person? Yeah. And they're like, it's Blade. It's Blade. Is he old? Is he retirement age? He's old. He's like... Wesley Snipes with like old prosthetics. Yeah. Yeah, exactly right. He's old. He's retired. Kind of like Logan kind of vibes. Oh, I like this yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and so they bring him out of retirement. Andy, he kills all the replicants. He just kills all of them. All of them, yeah. He's actually, it's, it's not actually a fun but film to twist, watch. Twist, twist at oh, the end, guess what? He's a replicant vampire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he turns the blade on himself. And then he says, what is he, What's the speech at the end of Blade Runner? I guess, I guess I was the blade all along. Something about rain. And he does that rain monologue and then just stabs himself. Right, so, um, if you Google yeah. speech at the end of, so what's happening What's happening here is we're trying to riff the speech at the end of Blade Runner. It turns out neither of us can remember it at all well. So I was going to Google speech at the end of Blade Runner and then edit all of that out. And then we, it would be like we knew the speech, but we're going to include lots of hilarious references to Blade. So I've Googled speech at the end of. What do you think comes up? Well, I thought Blade Runner. It's there. It's third on the list. Okay. Uh, 
I've just plucked this one out of my own brain. Speech at the end of Independence Day. Not on the list, mate. Oh, thanks this a lot, This is a mental dude. list. Speech at the top end. One, top one the makes office. sense. Pardon? The Office. There's a good speech at the end of that, isn't there? Not there. Oh, go on, anyway. Dunkirk, number one. It's a great, it's a good speech. I just, it's not, is it, do you think that's already iconic? I guess so. It's pretty iconic. Yeah. I mean, number two, speech at the end of Bride Wars. <laughs> <laughs> What's that speech? We all remember it. Yeah, yeah, the rousing speech at the end of Bride Wars. Why are the people, what's the second, hang on. Is this one of those things where, Do you watch Bride what, Wars? because of Do what I Google, I'm always watching Bride Wars. Yeah. Right, why don't you find the speech at the end of Bride Wars and make it about Blade Runner and Blade instead? Maybe you'll find it in a spouse and celebrate it with your dream vampire killing. <laughs> but there's also a chance that the one person you count on for a lifetime is also a vampire replicant. <laughs> the one person who knows you sometimes better than you know yourself is the same person who's been standing beside you all along. Blade Runner. <laughs> and then he stabs himself. <laughs> and he stabs himself. <laughs> that, also, that's shit. Yeah, I was That is rubbish. I was expecting some top drawer speech. That's stuff. the second most popular speech in a film, <laughs> according to Google. Bride Wars is a TV show, mate. Is it? I think. No, it's not. Oh, it's no, a, no, it's no. 2000, it's a 2000... What would that speech be? Speech at the end of the TV show Bride Wars. You're thinking of Don't Tell the Bride. No, I'm not thinking of that, but... You're always something thinking of it. I must be thinking of something similar to Don't Tell the Bride. Well, that's it. That's you've, you've absolutely smashed it, mate. Blade Runner. Thank you very much. I always thought that they should call the Blade Runner sequel Blade Runner, but they didn't, they didn't respond to my email. Blade Sprinter. <laughs> right, I'm going to say one and then we'll get out of here, yeah? Cool. Mine is kind of a film suggestion, but also you've actually kind of alluded to it earlier, but it's also just an idea of how we can save the world. Good, 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 good. Someone's got to, mate. It's, Someone's yeah. got to. I'm starting to think it might have to be us. I, I'm starting to think that we're the, the only ones left. The only Gary's left. Right, so um, I don't know if you know, but Dennis Rodman is, as as you said earlier, yeah. he's kind of, he's mates with Kim Jong-un. He's, he's the American ambassador to North Korea. He's the unofficial American ambassador to North Korea. And he's he, he supports Trump and is mates with Trump. And yeah. he's mates with Kim Jong-un because Kim Jong-un is, uh, for, for those who don't know, is actually surprisingly westernised in, in like his taste because I think he was educated in England and he loves basketball. Yeah, and Kim Jong-il was the same, right? He had a massive collection of Hollywood films. Yes. They love it, mate. Yeah. They love it. And also, I th- I'm thinking. I mean, Rodman probably could save the world right now, but I'm also worried about. I'm also- <laughs> we are literally, we are literally in a situation where Dennis Rodman could tell Kim Jong Un not to send nuclear weapons. Oh yeah, that statement. I think Dennis Rodman could save the world right now. Isn't Is that, a joke. isn't that fucking mad? Yes, but also I think I think Russia is something we need to worry about slightly as well. Oh yeah, and as why such, is that? as such, why is that? Up? I love it when you talk politics. Just some man, just some man called Putin, and so. He's mates with Steven Seagal. Yeah. It's a buddy movie. Rodman and Seagal save, save the, the world. world. I'm loving it. I'm absolutely loving that. That's it. I don't really, I don't think we need to flesh it out. And and it's, they're not actually action heroes. It's like a Yalta, it's like the Yalta conference, but um, Rodman and Seagal are just like bringing the leaders of the world together. Yeah. And thrashing it out. Absolutely. Oh God, I'd love that. And it all ends with a basketball game. Yes, but Rodman's picked for the North Korean team. Shit, and he doesn't know what to do. Yeah. And it's actually like it's actually not a basketball match. It's just three point shooters shooting, yeah. and whoever gets the fifth hoop first, yeah, mm, it's like a penalty shootout. Basically, yeah. whoever wins it as the ball goes through the hoop, it fires a nuclear weapon. <laughs> 
And uh, we think, oh, well, Rodman's been drafted for the North Korean team, the North Korean Pyongyangers. As... The, the Pyongyang Panthers, they're called. <laughs> Pyong... You knew that, come sorry, on. Sorry. So the, he's, he's drafted for the Pyongyang Panthers. And unbelievably, in the US, it's NBA season, so no teams are available, so they get in the Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> I love the Har- I'm obsessed with the Harlem Globetrotters. I cannot get my head around what... That is. Because they're all really good basketball players, but they just go around the world doing tricks. They're like a circus act. Yeah, it's Imagine great. if there was a football team like that. It'd be mad. Do they ever they're get like, drafted if they were really into good... basketball afterwards? Or no, 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 no. They, they they're in the Globetrotters room, but they get drafted, like, they yeah, get picked yeah. out of college and stuff. It's being, doing weird tricks. It blows my mind. Imagine if you were really good at football as a kid, and you were like, oh, I really want to play football professionally, you know, hope one day to play for my team, Fulham. Um, and instead, you get picked to go and do kick-ups in, like, in Kenya or something. It's immense. It's so weird. I mean, that does happen to a much sco- smaller scale, like with trick-shot footballers who go around just doing but, Yeah, but they haven't got a team and a kit. And No, that is mad. It's so weird. Do you think kids in America aspire to be a globetrotter rather than a I don't know. basketball player? I'm, that's a good question. But I don't think they should get the Harlem Globetrotters in. I think they should. They get Steven Seagal then. Yeah, he plays for the Globetrotters. <laughs> Did you know that? Steve- Did you know that? Don't tell me you didn't know that Stephen Seagal's a member of the Harlem Globetrotters. Stephen the Seagal Seagal. Does anyone in this room know how to pronounce his name? It's Stephen Seagal, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm saying Seagal for fun. Oh, okay. Yeah, So, and it turns out he's he's a fucking excellent trick shot. Oh, yes. And he wins. Yeah, he wins. But on the last shot, something happens that means he doesn't set off any nuclear weapons. And they all hug it out. Nice. Robin cuts the wire because Stephen oh. Seagal's distracting them with his amazing tricks. Yeah, and Robin yeah. sneaks around the back and cuts the wire. Cuts the wire. Yeah, and it's there's a tense moment where he doesn't know which to cut because one of them will just set off all the all of every the weapons weapon yeah. ever. Right, credits, brilliant, Oscar-winning film. I mean, we could sit here and pretend to have a discussion, but we know that the best film, the film that we are going to do whatever you you do with it, is Last Gary on Earth. It's the Last Gary on Earth. Yeah, that is the best film of the week. And unfortunately, uh, John, it's now time for us to leave the studio um, because our time's up, our bookings run out, and. Uh, and it's Gary Jules. Oh. He's here to record the soundtrack for The Last Gary on Earth. Such a verse. What they don't realise is we actually record in Abbey Road Studios. Yeah, we record, yeah. <laughs> we record every episode in Abbey Road Studios. Listeners, you would not believe how rich John and I are. It's ridiculous. They just If you just do a podcast, honestly, they just Patreon. throw money at you. They throw money. Yeah, it's the Patreon stuff. Yeah, <laughs> 10 grand lets you, helps us record at Abbey Road Studios every week. It's, and it, we really appreciate it, guys. Thanks so much. We've actually got the option to be scored by a string orchestra at any moment if we want to be. Um, anyway, that's it. Thanks, John. Cheers, mate. See you later, guys. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Send the guys a movie idea. Tell your friends that you like the show. Follow us on social media. Then you'll... Be the best listener.